0: Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. Our presentation will begin shortly.
1: 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. And now, on with the show. 1,
2: 2,
3: 3, 4. Welcome to episode 103 of the ABC GCI Coffee Break Podcast. My name's Allison Jackson, joined this week by Mike Maloney and Kayla Rodriguez, Santiago. Thank you so much to our presenting partner this month, Kojo. Mike, tell us a little bit about Kojo.
0: Kojo is a one-stop shop for purchasing inventory. They are a materials management company. They are your all-in-one system for contracts to handle all of the material and inventory needs. Last week we had Ryan Geis on the podcast, talked all about the uh his process for the seven steps of receiving product. So We are very happy to have Kojo, as well as the Gould Construction Institute. Uh, They've been around since 1983, and they can handle and take care of all your training needs for your entire company, from personal development to safety to trades classes to uh, anything you can imagine, we can teach and train. So uh, if you have any questions about that, you can reach out to anybody on the staff. And uh, since we're getting ready to wrap up 2023, I thought it'd be fun to ask everybody in the pod squad here, if you can name uh this is right off the google website what was trending in 2023 for people what do you got anybody in the pod if so i want to give a guess Who the top five you think
3: so you're saying people like as in like a person that trended like that people searched yes. a lot okay so number one yep. taylor swift
0: taylor for sure you know Travis Kelsey. I, I would say yes but she's not on the list she's not on the list um
1: okay huh? um what's that guy's name the comedian that he had like the most chiseled chin, oh Matt rice yeah, Matt Rife, yeah. Not on, not the, on list? the top.
0: Not on the top five. Oh. That's a
1: fantastic. That's a fantastic that was a really guess. good guess. Oh. Um. Uh, all right, <laughs> so I'll give you a hint. Okay.
0: Can you get uh, one of the number one person? Cert- uh in the trending was a uh, a football player that was hurt on the field. His name is Demar Hamlin. He's number one.
1: Wow! Right over.
0: Uh, number They're, five. Football. Do, do, Look do, do, at your audience. guesses. Think about it.
1: For Demar. Yeah. Demar Hamlin.
0: Demar, DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, he was a Buffalo Bills player. That got hurt in the field, had like his heart attack on the field, had a cardiac arrest on the field. Oh,
3: that's right. I and do remember oh seeing gosh. that story. I do remember seeing that story.
0: They took him. They took him off the field. I don't think he's played still, but he was like legally dead, and they brought him back. So. He was a I top even searched trender.
3: that on Google and I didn't remember his name. So I'm sorry, it's Devar Hamlin. And I hope uh, you Number number five
0: yeah. is related to Travis. Uh sorry, is Taylor so there's Travis Kelsey, number five. I guess
3: that at the beginning. Anyone listening to this podcast, you heard me at the beginning say Taylor with Travis Kelsey.
0: All right. We'll yeah, so, go I got one. that. I don't who? know who Killian Killian M- mbappe Let's look. I don't know who Killian Mabapi is. Let's look. I don't
3: know who that person is. Um, But shout soccer out to fan? shout out to Killian Kelleher, who was just born. Um, Our I was Stefano is a grandmother.
1: Congratulations. That's
3: right. ooh, ooh, ooh.
1: I know when she when he said Killian, I was like, oh. The new baby in the fam.
3: Killian is about that. to be another French oh, football or soccer player. All right.
0: Yeah. Number number three is Andrew Tate. Looks like a British media personality, businessman, and former professional kickboxer. No idea. Okay. Uh, number else? two is Jeremy Renner, actor, and then DeMar Hamlin. Oh, Arthur.
3: yeah. He had a very bad accident, wasn't it? Died. Was it this year or was that last year? It was a winter accident.
0: Yeah. He got run over by a snow cat. Um, snow. Yeah. Okay.
1: I forgot about that because he was trying to save someone or. Yeah. He was All trying right, to and-
3: help his neighbor or something. Yeah.
0: Can you name somebody that uh trended and who passed away this year? And then some of these names are pretty shocking. I forgot about these. Can you name one person on the top five?
3: This is, these are the things I suppress. Um. I know. I'm like, wow. Um,
1: not things you want to remember.
0: Uh Number five um. was a talk show host. Jerry,
3: Jerry, Jerry.
1: Oh, Jerry Springer. Jerry
0: that's Springer.
3: right. Oh, that's right. I suppressed that.
0: Yeah. Number four. Um. Number four is a race, race car driver. Ten block. If you have ever seen him, Hoonigan, he's an unbelievable car, race car guy, car guy. Number three is a singer. Did a cover of a Prince song, very sad Irish woman, Shane O'Connor.
3: Sad Irish. I was like, (laughs) wow. That's a
0: very sad song. Very sad song. Shane O'Connor. Number two, uh, another singer, famous singer, Tina Turner. Number one is Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry.
3: I'm telling That's you, amazing. I don't, I force my brain to forget these things because it's I, too sad. I can't. No, and Matthew that. Perry was recent. Matthew Perry was very recent.
0: Right. All that right. Was... And we're sitting in, we're sitting on a new podcast kind of backdrop here. This is a real deal brick background. And a, or this isn't like a, you know, fake, Mike
3: built it himself.
0: Late every day for the holidays. Yeah, Masonry style. Uh, this week's <laughs> guest is Roshna Karaj. She is uh, a, uh, she was nominated by the New England Real Estate Journal as a 2023 One to Watch. Uh, her, the company that she works for, Bridgeline Exteriors, has been uh, won an Excellence Award from the National Women in Construction. The team that put this project it was all women, which is fantastic. Uh, so we'll now hear it from her. I am proud to welcome to the podcast uh, a friend of mine, uh, Rashna. Karaj, am I saying it correctly?
2: Yes, you are. Wow, all
0: right. Roshan Karaj. No. And <laughs> I'm very happy to have her on because uh, not only is she uh, someone that I look up to a lot, but she is a uh, 2023 One to Watch from the New England Real Estate Journal. She's the industry leader from Bridgeline Exteriors and Bridgeline Exteriors won a uh, National Association of Women in Construction Excellent Awards for their project Hath on Toll Brothers Apartment Living. So welcome, mm-hmm to the podcast i know we've been talking for a while now we're glad to have you on so for those that don't know who you are and i find it very hard to people that don't know who you are (laughs) who you are what you do for Bridgeline and and a bit about your story
2: well first thanks so much it's truly awesome to be able to be here with you finally i know we've tried for a (laughs) while so you know um Like Mike said, my name is Rachna Karaj. I'm the Executive Vice President of Business Development National for Bridgeline Exteriors. Um, We are a national subcontractor uh, in the envelope, cladding, um, framing, as well as capital projects division. So we ran out of and are headquartered out of Massachusetts and Concord, Massachusetts. And then we also run out of the Mid-Atlantic out of Arlington, Virginia, and um, the Southeast out of Raleigh, North Carolina so just excited to be working with everybody up and down the eastern seaboard
0: and that's that's fantastic that you (laughs) you guys are spreading your spreading your wings and going that far south Mm -hmm. um so we briefly talked before we hit record but your story is is a good one because (laughs) like most people in the construction world you know you didn't go to school for construction and there wasn't your original plan but you kind of just happened to be here at this very point so tell us a bit about your story how'd you get to be where you're at today
2: yeah well You know, I am, uh, I was born in Brooklyn, raised in California. Ended up here in Massachusetts for the last 23 years and, and changed. Let's just put it that way. I don't want to age myself <laughs> too, too much. Um, But I started out in electrical engineering, and I realized I didn't want to build weapons. I wanted to build buildings and build communities. So I decided to go into real estate and development for probably... That ended up um, eating up probably about a good 20 something years of my life in terms of uh, project management, development, real estate, just all the different things that you could possibly imagine. And then um, one day I said, hey, you know, the the industry is kind of getting to me. So I took a a little bit of a step back um, for a couple of years and I went into um, home healthcare, where I ended up helping uh, people with uh, disabilities, autism, and um, people with dementia who, who are aged. So um, in the end, I decided to come back into the corporate world, went into manufacturing, and then uh, found my home here at Bridgeline Exteriors, where we're just doing great things for our communities and the people around us and building good buildings and healthy places to live.
0: So, speaking of building good buildings, uh, mm-hmm. because you guys won that award for the National Association of yeah. Women in Construction, talk a bit about that project, yeah, f- uh, for a few minutes. Uh, congratulations on that! It's a fantastic thing Thank to win. You. It's an amazing honor. Um, like I so just to have you guys have you on here. So tell us a bit about the project and what made what set it apart, you think, from the other projects.
2: You know, it it was really exciting because it was our first entry submission nationally for any project. So it was exciting because we we did have a couple things that kind of set us apart. Um, and one of the really great things was we were able to kind of get the building um, uh, waterproofed. Um, in a record amount of time so um, we all know that in New England schedules get a little messed up by the weather and and all of these different things so we had a pretty hectic winter and we were kind of running up against the clock so we had one of the largest mobilizations for um, fluid applied AVB um, that the region's ever seen which is really awesome so we had 100 plus guys out there we had I mean, upteenth amounts of boom lifts like going at once. And so, when, when you kind of look at it, um, that was, an, uh, was a feat in its own, you know, trying to get all of that, you know, coordinated, mobilized. Um, and then we had our very first all female project team, which is really exciting. So, we had our assistant project manager, our coordinator our estimator, our compliance coordinator, our accountant, as well as me doing project detail and risk management. Um, it ended up being just a phenomenal experience for all of us. And working on a project of that size, it was it, it was quite large. So, um, you know, we're talking 120, 140 plus units uh, wow. going up. And we were kind of awarded pretty much the entire envelope including all the specialty stuff so we did pergolas and specialty trim and all sorts of things like that so when it comes down to it we were just kind of like the sheathing all the way out and kind of banged it all out and I thought we did a fantastic job you know we we obviously are a construction company and with our great GCs in Delbrook and Cube3 as the architect like we all just kind of came together in kind of hammered home on that one. And um, NAWIC, the National Association of Women in Construction, kind of saw that. And then our safety record, as well as our sustainability practices and all of that good stuff, put it all together. And they were like, wow, like, this is a really, Really great project. And it was one of the only projects that they've ever given a construction excellence award to that was just a subcontractor submission. So usually it's a developer or a GC that kind of puts these things in. And it just it really was special to my entire team, our company, Gus, our owner. It was it was just great.
0: In in your time with in the industry, do you see more more women led projects and all women teams right
2: yeah no i mean it's still a constant struggle when it comes down to you know the equity division of of project management of of you know financial control and things like that when it comes down to to construction um but we're seeing a lot of headway when it comes down to a lot of really good experienced um females who are coming in um and trying to make space for themselves, and that's really what you have to do when when you're kind of a minority, you know, in in a group of people. When it comes down to being a woman, coming down to a person of color, it, it, anything like that, um, it, you have to make that space for yourself so that future generations are going to have that space left for them to fill. And it's it's awesome that we're kind of getting to the point right now where it's not the discussion of male dominated it's male populated and women have to populate that space now
0: yeah good good point and then uh we'll talk a bit about the Newland real estate journal um naming you 2023 <laughs> one to watch that's a pretty big it's a pretty it big is. title right when you introduce yourself do you walk around the house at home and say excuse me i'm a 2023 <laughs> one to watch excuse me pardon me right that's what i might be well I, it I would drive my wife crazy
2: She'd be like, it's one of those things where it was so shocking and exciting to me because honestly, subcontractors don't get put on this list like very often. And, and to be quite honest, both Gus and I both got put on this list. So it was, it was just a phenomenal thing for our company. And it was phenomenal for me as a woman, me as an Asian woman in construction as well. And then just our entire team having us both there kind of being like, hey building envelope people can be on this list too. It was right. just, it, it was fantastic.
0: Now, were, were you, do you remember, did someone call you and tell you that you were nominated or was it something like, did you get an email? Do you remember yeah, when you, you got yeah. notified? Yeah,
2: so actually the president of the New England Real Estate Journal sent me an email and said, hey, we want you to be on, on this and I'm nominating you. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> so it was truly just a phenomenal thing. And it came about because we had, put a piece in um, in regards to another project that we did with Callahan construction managers, um, the 600. And we were already spotlighted as one of the companies um, for that project. And then he kind of just started following us and our story and what we were doing in the industry and in our communities and kind of how we have a, a different holistic approach to how we deal with construction. And it's very relationship driven and very quality control driven and not contracts, you know, dollar amount driven every single time. So a lot of construction companies of our magnitude, you know, they only kind of stick in one segment. They'll only take contracts of a certain dollar amount or higher. And we kind of resegmented and really created niche spaces for ourselves in every dollar amount. And we treat every client exactly the same, whether your contract is 10 million or 10,000. And so it ended up working out really well for us.
0: Uh, one of the things that I'm on the New England Real Estate Journal page kind of talks a bit about you and your one um, <laughs> to watch three skills that you use every day in your position, you said diplomacy, collaboration mm-hmm. and problem solving. Um, tell us a little bit about because I think that's great. Um, where did you learn those three skills? Do you think something you read a book, something you, you learned from a mentor? Where did you learn those skills?
2: Well, I think I learned the diplomacy thing very young when it comes down to it. So like I told everybody, I'm I was in engineering and it was kind of back in the mid 90s when you're going through college and you're going through a very, you know, male populated space. You're just you're you're at that point, one of very few people who 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 can stick up for yourself. And I realized fighting with people. Does not solve problems. Um, and everybody speaks a different language. It's what they care about. It's what they understand. It's what they, you know, hold dear to either their job position or who they are in their character. And it's not that you're changing your uh, message to everybody. It's just the way that you are perceived in the way that you're speaking to somebody can change based on how you know they see things important. And so that diplomacy factor is is something that some people do fight me on. You know, they <laughs> they say, you know, you're too diplomatic and you need to be a little more headstrong and and fight for what you believe in. And my answer to them is I am fighting for what I believe in and my message is getting across. It's just said in two different ways to do different people because yeah. they're not going to hear it the same.
0: <laughs> I wish I had that skill. I oh. wish I had that. God, I wish I had that skill. I'm <laughs> I'm an Aries and I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm shooting first, ask questions that definitely. I wish yeah.
2: I, well, my I, husband says the same thing. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Oh, so and then uh, as far as some of the collaboration and problem solving,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, did you have a mentor that taught you some of that? Was there someone that you worked for before that taught you some of those skills?
2: Well, I would actually have to say it was my mother. Wow. That's <laughs> and, great. and so at a very young age, um, She kind of and then this wraps into one of our core values here at Bridgeline, which kind of comes all first full circle. She's like, just be simple. Right. And break all every problem can be solved. You just have to break it into its simplest parts and find a solution to each one. And it might be the hardest part trying to put it all back together, but you can piece it back together and then you'll find an overall solution to what you need done. And it was that with sports. It was that with, you know, community service. It was that with schoolwork. It it started at a very kind of young age where she was just like, don't muscle your way through life and, and not ask for things to fix your problems, just know how to deal with each individual task and break it down. And then you'll be able to figure out anything. And it was awesome. It's
0: fantastic. And then um, one of the things that on your it says, what was one of your biggest challenges as a leader in how to overcome it was you talked about the financial climate, in the private sector of construction, taking a Mm -hmm. downturn, especially during the whole COVID time, was there, I'm sure there's more than one, but can you think of one time when you really had to overcome that, you know, financial climate, um, that really set you, set you, set you apart
2: yeah well you know what quite honestly it, you know being an exteriors company we are we were focused a lot on multifamily building right and when you're an open shop company um and you don't do prevailing wage and you don't do government work you rely heavily on developers ability to finance. And when the financial climate and the money gets expensive, it really, really gets difficult to get those starts. So um, we had to kind of reposition ourselves and kind of resegment and pick up facets of our industry that were not necessarily a part of our original vision. And we, we went and made a name for ourselves as a truly great um, envelope, you know, contractor um, in the multifamily sector. But what we found is that, you know, moving into these other segments and targeting, you know, different types of projects and, you know, senior living, um, lower education, um, things of that nature, um, it really kind of helped us Kind of reposition ourselves to be as strong as we possibly could, if it even if it got worse, <laughs> right. you know. So um, it it was kind of nice and very difficult um, because it 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 is it's a change in in your company, it's a change in how you see your market and how you kind of market yourself to you know your your general contractors who are going to be hiring you.
0: And do you think it's important that companies like BridgeLine? Stay flexible and stay um, with the ability to kind of move and change and reinvent themselves. That's important.
2: I think it's innovation. I think no matter what, the world is going to change. And if you, as a human being, end up staying exactly the same as you were 20 years ago, you're not going to be able to, you know, wade the waters with the rest of the people in the industry. Like we all have to take a look at the new and exciting things. And I think, and, you know, I think us will agree, you know, we, we are great with kind of looking forward and seeing what is out there in terms of products, in terms of um innovative installation practices, warrantable installation practices, you know, different different types of things that could help our architects out, help right. our developers out, and then definitely help our general contractors out when they award us.
0: Another accomplishment you said you're very proud of is that you had a uh, zero action since twenty seventeen. Yeah. Why do you think that is that I mean that's that's another huge
2: Huge it accomplishment,
0: is. right? It, it, yeah. Because it's when you got all those moving pieces and all those locations and all that mm-hmm. equipment and things like that. Something's someone's bound to do something. To, get to happen. And we're not going wood know? here, right? not going wood. But yeah. <laughs> uh, why do you think? Why do you think that you've had such a great run of no accidents, zero accidents?
2: Well, I think the relationships that we have with the people that work with us, the the people that manage our projects and things like that, we have a very very similar mindset we we are there to do a job and we're there to go home to our families or our loved ones right and we hold that very very dear to our heart because we're very you know family oriented when it comes down to you know what we care about and if we're not safe we're not going to be able to go home (laughs) right and so in, in the end you know those Individual things that we do on sites every single morning, you know, the training that we put forth to to all of our foremen, our supervisors, our APMs, our yeah. PMs, everybody, you know, all of that is, is just really a part of just a small part of, of how we do it. But it, it, it takes work. You know, and you can't be afraid of having that hard conversation on site and say, you know, hey, look. You know, you didn't sleep well last night. You got to go home. Right? right? You can't operate every machinery. <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. And and honestly, I've had GCs come back and say, "Hey, you know, your your OSHA 300 log is is empty. You forgot to fill it out." And I say, "No, it's empty." <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I smile and I giggle right. a little, little bit. And I said, "My signature's at the bottom, or or our signature's there, so don't worry about it. Like it, you can go through the and ask OSHA yourself." <laughs>
0: Now, what is one thing that you haven't done in the industry that you really want to do? What's what's the one thing that you're really trying to push for next?
2: Educational programs for our youth. And that's always been something that has been a big part of, you know, Gus, of myself, of, you know, figuring out our futures. You know, we're all going to retire in one right. day. And, you know, there is a labor shortage for sure, but there's also a lack of the next generation of leaders in construction too, who truly understand what we do, like the work ethic, the the getting up every morning at five and, yep. you know, having that responsibility of of crews on your shoulders, right? And it's not just the work that you need to do, but it's their life, you know? Um, and it it's truly important in... One of the things that I pride myself on, and you know, with the Naywick Board, which I'm on uh, a part of as well this year, is <clears throat> we partnered with Youth Build Boston, and it's really truly like an amazing enlightenment being involved in in that program because those youths, whether they came from x y and z background right you know they're making that choice to be a part of this organization to wake up every day and do the hard work and learn the soft skills and the hard skills of being in construction and they're just such phenomenal individuals and i look to that and i say to myself I need to find the next generation that could come into our industry and oh. I need to foster that as much as I possibly can. You know, do you guys have
0: a mentoring program there? Do you guys have a program where you bring like a be co-op students? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So um so I built a program called the Developmental and Pathways Program for Bridgeline. And it basically um will take somebody who dedicates two years of their life and we put them through. Our program and they learn different parts of construction. And part of what is, I don't want to say it's a problem, but it it's what is not known about right. construction. I yeah. always say construction is the most complete um job there is because you need attorneys you need accountants you need marketing people you need absolutely everybody you know in order to get a building put up Mm -hmm. and there's all these different parts of construction that don't necessarily have to be a hammer swinging but there's all of this that needs to get done and so I always say like 70 percent of construction is actually pre-construction and the 30 percent of it is building what you've all worked on for the last five years, right? right. So, and, and and that program kind of lets them kind of have a taste of what the field is like, what estimation is like, what coordination is like, what business development is like, like all of these different yep. things, depending on where they are, because we like to hire people, not for job positions, because it it's all about what you want to get out of your life and right. how you want to position yourself for your future well
0: because if you think back to the young roshna when maybe she, you know she knew what she wanted to do and she wants to go do it we get we get that here right you get these kids yeah. who say the students who say oh my dad's electrician to be an electrician and then they get there and I'm like, like well, i don't want to be an electrician i want to be exactly. a carpenter or a plumber yeah. or i want to be a you know or you know um we'll talk to middle school kids high school kids and we'll say you know Want to get in the construction field? And I'll say, yes. And I'll say, well, do you know, you, know, you don't necessarily have to be swinging a hammer to be in the construction industry. You mm-hmm. can be a project manager. Maybe you good at math. Maybe you mm-hmm. you can multitask things. You're a good leader. You've got some great qualities. There's lots of companies out there that will hire yeah. you, even if you can't swing a hammer, just to, okay. to, to be part of there. All right. So we're here with Roshna. She is <laughs> um, the Executive Vice President of Business Development for Bridgeline Exteriors. And we're talking to her because she is a 2023 One to Watch from the New England Real Estate Journal and Bridgeline has won an Excellence Award from the National mm-hmm. Association of Women in Construction. Mm-hmm. Rasha, if they, anybody wants to get a hold of you, pick your brain some more because you've got a lot to talk about here. But what's yeah. the best way for someone to get a hold of you?
2: Well, I would probably email me. And that is R-K-H-E-R, A as in Apple, as in James at Bridgeline G C dot com. And I'm more than happy to chat with anybody and talk about projects and implementation and all sorts of things. So, pick my brain.
0: All right, that's <laughs> perfect. Thank you very much. This is great. Now we're gonna move over to the uh, everyone's favorite part of the podcast: it's the oh lightning gosh. round, where we insert some lightning sound effects and some lightning nice. coming down here. We're gonna ask you ten rapid-fire questions. This yeah. is uh, this, this month's lightning round, brought to you by the Gould Construction Institute. And the first one we're gonna ask you is. uh, if you could bring back any fashion trend what would it be?
2: Oh, gosh, bell bottom jeans. <laughs> oh. God
0: no. God no. Uh if aliens landed on earth tomorrow and offered to take you home with them would you go?
2: Probably. Yes.
0: What would the title of your autobiography be?
2: Uh, warrior.
0: Uh what would your dream house be like?
2: Oh, a log cabin farmhouse.
0: Ooh, wow um if you could have any superpower what would it be and why
2: oh dear um probably the ability to clone myself so i can get more stuff done
0: it'd be a good thing or a bad thing right (laughs) i Uh, know if you had a time machine would you go back in time or in the future
2: um i would love to go to the future
0: why why do you think
2: I would want to see where all my hard work ended up. Oh, that's great. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see here. Uh, What's one career you wish you could have?
2: I wish I could go back and become an architect like I was supposed to.
0: (laughs) That was a plan of mine as a child, too. I went to Mm -hmm. uh, I was an architect major for a couple of years there and uh, life out of the plans for me. So that's how that goes. Uh, Are you a morning person or a night person?
2: I used to be a night person, but now because of the industry I'm in, I am very much a morning person. <laughs> uh,
0: have you ever met your idol or someone you revere greatly?
2: Ooh, I met Jane Goodall Ooh. in high school, which was super awesome. I didn't get picked to have a one-on-one meeting with her. My friend did, and that was very sad for me. But I did get to actually meet her in a small group of like 40 people. Oh, that must that have been was amazing. amazing. Yep.
0: Amazing. Uh, are you a good dancer?
2: I can say I used to be. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> danced like that in a while.
0: If you could choose any two famous people to have dinner with, who would they be?
2: Ooh, let's see. Albert Einstein. And, and it's she's not super famous, but I would love to have picked her brain. It's, it's Deborah Sampson. She was the very first female soldier ever in the United States. Really? She was from Massachusetts and she pretended to be a man for almost a year and a half and got away with it and fought for the revolution. It was Jeez. super, super cool. And I would right. love to pick her brain as history. well as obviously. Albert, history lesson.
0: We also got a history lesson for Walsh I know, right? <laughs> um, if you could eliminate one thing from your daily routine, what would it be and why?
2: Having to do all of my dishes and clean up after my kids at night. (laughs) That is self-explanatory. I don't have to say why, guys, right? (laughs) I always feel like I'm always
0: doing dishes at my house. And laundry. And laundry. Never ends. (laughs) And then because this is the Coffee Break Podcast, are you a coffee or tea drinker?
2: I am a coffee drinker, but I only limit myself to one coffee in the
0: morning. Uh, how do you like your coffee and are you like a like a chain coffee person or like make it at home person No,
2: i'm a make it at home person cuz i like it sweet and i like it creamy and i have acid problems <laughs> no, i understand i have to i have to lighten that stuff up <laughs> to make it
0: yourself all right so that's mm-hmm. rasha rasha thank you so much for being on this was fantastic if anybody has any questions we'll uh, we'll put your email address over here somewhere <laughs> and then we'll they'll reach out if you have any questions thank you again
2: Awesome! Thank you so much. It was awesome.
1: Thank you, Roshna for an awesome, you know, relaxed interview. It's always great to, to talk to folks. And I just want to mention, everybody, on Spotify, we are at a hundred followers. Michael, Q music. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love my sound. None of us are on beat. <laughs> so, I love my sound effects. The, for- we'll put some good sound effects. <laughs>
3: thank you for All those. Who- thank you those so much. much.
1: Yeah, thank you. I was going to say for those who couldn't see, Allison was dancing, Mike was <laughs> clapping. It's a whole party over here. So we're very very excited. Um, with that, we will continue with giving you guys information. So Allison, can you please let our followers and our audience know about our next upcoming trainings?
3: Sure. So um, I talked a little bit about the mental health first aid and the HAZWOPER class that are going to be coming up in January last week. So I'm just going to touch on a couple more. Um, We do have another 608 universal certificate training program coming up. Also in January, it's going to be January 20th. So you, if you were not able to get into the last one, definitely sign up for this one Um, because the next one we hold will likely be next fall. Then we're going to have a lockout tagout class, um, Kind of a breakout of one of the major topics of the osha 10 class or the osha 30 rather um i took my osha 30 in case anyone doesn't know so i do know a little bit about lockout tagout. um but if you do have to get this class definitely get in there january 22nd five to eight all of these are at the abc gci woburn office um we do have a confined space class coming up as well on january 29th lots of stuff going on in january um, and finally to round it out, starting out in February, we're going to have a construction supervisor license prep for exam. So if you're going for your CSL license, get into this class so that you can get your prep so that you can pass this test and then come teach for us. Um, uh, that's all we have for now for trainings. You can check all of those out at gwgci.org forward slash events.
0: All right. Now comes up. Uh... Everybody's 257th favorite part of the podcast it is time for the news. James and 70. this week's news, because as we round out the year here, we want to talk about some important save the date information for some ABC events next year. Uh, and you're going to get a postcard. If you're an ABC Mass member, you get a postcard with these dates. But remember to save April 4th. Uh, meet the generals at Granite Links and Quincy, Mass. Uh, June 6th will be the GCI student graduation taking place at Polar Park out in Worcester. June 6th. June 20th will be the ABC Massachusetts Annual Golf Outing at Pine Hills in Plymouth. August 29th will be the last blast of summer and Associate Supply Members Marketplace, taking place at the Cove in Fall River, two years in a row. So, outstanding job for, uh, to Carol put all this together. September 26th will be Step Into Safety Day at the ABC Massachusetts office here in Woburn. October 17th will be a third time now uh, going uh, for the Oktoberfest, the Young Joe Kenny fundraiser at Baron Moose Brewing. Shout-out to the Kenny family. October so 17th, Barron Moose Brewing. Over in Everett. November 7th, we're going back to the Four Point Sheridan and Norwood for the Excellence in Construction Awards. And then the Holiday Open House will be December 12th, 2024, from uh, know, 5.30 or 5 o'clock to 7.30. So uh, check that out at abcma.org. Say Carol does a great job putting all that together. We're excited about 2024. Cool new backdrop, some cool lighting, some new things. And then we also want to talk about, uh, I want to reach deep into the mailbag here. CGI, a mailbag or something and uh a student here Dave wants to know when the uh school GCI is on a winter break and want to do classes resume and we'll let Taylor answer that one
1: Absolutely. So definitely a lot of folks reaching out about Christmas break. Christmas break starts next week, December 18th, and runs all the way through until January 2nd. So classes will resume on the 3rd and 4th. If you're a Tuesday class, it would be on the 3rd, and any Wednesday classes would be on the 4th. Um. So hope everybody has a wonderful holiday, and hope you guys all enjoy that nice little break in between.
3: And, and just a quick, quick, quick reminder. Quick. Oops, sorry. My reminder first, Mike. Um. <laughs> That for the, any information about, you know, if you have a class canceled, any vacations, first of all, you can find it in your handbook, but if you need to find it like quick off the cuff, if you go to gwgci.org and click on the student page, you're going to be able to find all that information there. Um, And if you don't reach out to us, but we usually keep that up to date with all of the class cancellations, all of the upcoming breaks, um, And then also, if you're on there and there's information that you feel like should be on there, if there's a section you feel like is missing that you feel like would be beneficial to you as a student, definitely let me know. And I'm happy to add that on there. I'm always looking to add whatever you guys are needing on there. So um, check the student page. Happy holiday break. Enjoy your time off. Thank you. There's a
0: quick correction. If you're a Monday, Wednesday, classes go back Wednesday the 3rd. If you're Tuesday, oh. Thursday, it's the 4th. Thursday, the 4th. Sorry.
1: Yep. yeah.
0: So Monday's the 1st. No classes. Tuesday, no classes. 3rd and the 4th. But uh, it, all this information and more is on the student page. So any students yeah. or teachers listening you want to know more, I can answer. It's in your handbook. It's in your success kit. And it's on the website. Allison does a fantastic job keeping that up to date. All right. So we're back next week. We're making our way towards our break as well. So we got one more episode till the break. We'll see you next week. Attention, passengers. We've now reached our destination. We hope you enjoyed the flight
2: and have a nice day.